all gas, no brake. We're going to be a special team, baby. We're going for the Super Bowl. The kid stepped up. The kid stepped up. Where's two? Waggy sauce, Gardner. Hit it! Revenge is in the air for the New York Jets. It's the Jets Way Podcast. Jake, Sean, and Lorenzo previewing the most anticipated Jets home game, I think, of the past 10 years as this new regime has their chance to put their mark on what could be a new day for the Jets franchise, guys. We'll be at the game, lot L18 at Life Stadium. If you want to stop by and say hello, we will be there. Come say hello. You've been listening to the podcast. We would be uh, glad to meet everybody. But, guys, how excited are we for Sunday's game, especially to be at MetLife Stadium for this matchup? I'll be honest. I most definitely went onto YouTube and watched some highlights of 2009 and 2015 to get me pumped up. I'll be honest. That's what, that's what I did, and I'm feeling great about it. I'm very pumped too. I've I've seen some clips on Twitter of uh how loud they expect the stadium, you know, those those old games the of the Pats at uh at the Meadowlands. Man, I'm fired up. The Patriots to me look like one of those it, it's a really screwed up analogy, but it's like a, a dead bird on the on the street, right? And they're wounded right now and they're not going to make it. They stink. They're not going anywhere this year. And, you know, they're hanging on for dear life. It's our job to put the nail in the coffin on Sunday and make them three and five a place that they're unfamiliar with. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Karma is a freaking bitch. Excuse my French. I never use it on here, but 12 straight wins against the jets 55 calling us the home uh, homecoming game last year. Belichick laughing at us every single matchup, declining those penalties that I'm seeing ghost game on Monday. We, We could start, with, with all of it from Bill Belichick, the I'm seeing ghosts, the head coach for a day, then quitting, um, you know, 45 to three on Monday night football against Rex Ryan. It's just the list goes on and on with Belichick and the Jets. We all know he hates the Jets and thinks they're, you know, the, the dirt on the bottom of his shoe. I am so ready to freaking take it to this guy on Sunday. I'm fired up. You know, that, that's a great way to put it. Um, yeah, we, 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 we got them right where we want them. You know, we're going to be there. I think the entire stadium is going to be filled with hopefully Jet fans. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a great, gay, a great day and a great game, I think. I hate Bill Belichick. Nothing I want more than to blow the pats out at home. And, you know, he gets what's coming to him, finally. And if you look at the Patriots roster as a whole, particularly their offense, they're coached by a defensive coordinator, in Matt Patricia and a special teams coach in Joe Judge with little to no skill position players, particularly pass catchers, a quarterback controversy. I mean, it's going to be Mac Jones on Sunday and not Bailey Zappi. The Jets defense, there is no reason why we should not dominate another weekend. An offense that is one of the bottom 10 in the National Football League, in my opinion. No reason for the defense not to dominate here, especially with the big injury on the Patriots offensive line and potentially center David Andrews, I think he is questionable for the game. That's the anchor of their offensive line. Guys, uh, uh, this should be another game for the defense that we've been seeing over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, 
Um, if you go through their roster, I mean, the, the strength of their team is, is their run game. Um, they obviously use Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris a lot. Um, but I don't, I don't think that Mac Jones can beat us, especially with our two cornerbacks. Um, like you said, David Andrews is, is going to be out uh, or maybe it might be out. So, um, you know, definitely expect to see a big game from, from big Q there and, and our defensive line. So, um, you know, we, I think we match up well against, uh, against them and uh, we just got to stop the run. Yeah, it's definitely a good matchup. I'm, I'm looking for a big game from the D line, of course. And, you know, just looking at the rosters, like the Jets have the better roster and they're, they're underdogs at home, the Jets, which Slap is slap in the face. Just really, bizarre. It's, keep picking against the Jets. I'm sorry, Sean. Go ahead. No, that was, that's that's pretty much the end of it. I mean, the only thing that that makes us home underdogs, I guess, in the in the betters' view, is I just Bill Belichick owns the Jets these last ten years. So you know what? It's, it's time to put that to bed and you know turn the page. Twelve straight games. I'll keep saying it over and over again. It's time. We are due. We were due to win a game in the division. I called the blowout against Miami. I really think this is an absolute massacre waiting to happen on Sunday. And um, ju- just going to the Jets offense here, the Jets, hey, James Robinson in the house, Michael Carter, run the ball, run the ball. I think Bill Belichick is going to take the ball. He, what, what's the phrase I'm looking for here? I think Belichick is going to force Zach Wilson to make a play here. I do. I, I think that he is going to stuff that box. I think, Garrett Wilson will also be taking out of it and leads me to my bold prediction for Sunday. Back in the good graces of the coaching staff, it appears, I think Elijah Moore is going to score on Sunday. I really do. With Corey Davis not expected to play, I think this is this is it for Elijah Moore. I do. Most confident I've been all year, I might add, with Elijah Moore. Zach's going to be looking for him. Confident about it. You know, you've been on you've been on with your hot takes. So I'm definitely buying an Elijah Moore touchdown. Um, I mean, listen, I would love that, but yeah, no, I think you're right. I think Zach Wilson is going to have to show something this game. Um, I think Bill Belichick's going to use a lot of blitzes, um, stack the box against the run. So um, obviously, no Corey Davis is, you know, basically his favorite target. But uh, we do have some talented wide receivers that we can still utilize. So I'm looking forward to it. I love that hot take from Jake, you know, from Jake's lips to God's ears. Elijah's due. He's been due. He made a fuss. You know what? Let's turn the page. Let's win a game. Let's get him involved. And yeah, it's pretty much it. Now, last podcast, I got, uh, you know, promises made, promises kept. That's my MO. A surprise. And for the people that have been listening to the Jets Way podcast, the reactions from this guy's appearances and the predictions over the years from Ricky Seals Jones to Jason Myers to Kyle Trask to DJ Chark, the list goes on and on. Going to the game this weekend, it is Jetsway Podcast and Friends. And what better friend of the Jetsway Podcast can we think of other than our our very loyal listener, Mr. John Kaywood? How you doing, Mr. Kaywood? What's up, boys? Very happy to join you guys again. I mean, it's been a, a very long time. Very long time. You, you have been invited, I might add. And there's been some scheduling conflicts on your end. Scheduling conflicts. I, I just didn't think the time was right, but... The time is right now. The time is right now, right? The the fans were a little disappointed, though, when draft season came along. I, I'm not going to lie. They they did want to hear from you and your expert scouting. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, my expert scouting. Yeah, I left it up to Joe, Joey D and the boys, and they, they did a home run job. So you don't need my, uh, you know, who, who was I? The linebacker from Georgia. I don't even know his name. Oh, no, 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 no. Let, let me let me let me quote you from uh, when we previewed the offseason. It was 
our Ray Lewis, which was a N'Kobe Dean who went in the third round. And How's he doing, though? He's doing pretty good. No, he's not. He's playing special teams right now. He's probably doing well on special teams. I can imagine. (laughs) He's a leader. The Jets have the number one special teams in the league right now. (laughs) Um, And also our Kyle Hamilton, uh, or excuse me, our Ed Reed (laughs) and Kyle Hamilton. I don't think Kyle Hamilton is even starting for the Ravens at this current moment in time. I could be wrong, but I know he's not playing well. <laughs> well, that's why I'm not the GM of the team, man. I mean, and thank God they weren't taking my advice uh, in the draft room. I'm, you know, but we made out with uh, maybe our champ Bailey, right? I mean, maybe even better than champ. Our Darrell Rivas. Yeah. So, you know, who cares uh, now? We're, we're living it up with our rookies and our boys. Uh, glad to see JJ's coming back this week too, right? I've heard. So um, it's looking likely. It's going to be a full house there on Sunday, it's going to be fantastic vibes. Now, how, how excited are you for the game? Um, I've heard some rumblings about a Jersey potentially. Uh, tell, <laughs> tell us some more about that. Yeah. So um, started a little tradition last year with um, Jake and our, our fancy crew where I get a random jet players Jersey and I wear it to the game that we all go to on our, on our trip over to East Rutherford. So this year, I decided on getting my boy, Bryce Huff. My man is a missile, dude. And he's, he's going he's gonna to light it up on Sunday. He's going to come off the edge, pop Mac in the face. And it's going to be, you know, everyone's going to be like pointing at me because I'm the only one in the stands wearing his jersey. So it's going to be uh, that that's the tradition. We'll see who I get next year. But Bryce Huff is the pick this year for, for the random jersey um, of the day. John, long time no talk, man. Yeah, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. So I just want to ask you, since we didn't talk since your offseason predictions, right? That was the last time? Yeah, I I feel like that this is an elephant in the room, but maybe it, maybe it's a different elephant. So let's let's hear it out. Just just give me a summary of of what your feeling was going into the season and where you're at now. Um, you know what? I was hopeful. I didn't think we were get out to a 5 and 2 start, you know, I think Maybe my prediction, I think one of my prediction was, you know, we're going to be playing meaningful games and, you know, what a, what a mind blowing prediction that is. I mean, but we really are playing some meaningful games and we've gotten off to such a hot start that you wouldn't believe you wouldn't have believed that Green Bay was going to be having such a down year the way they are looking very old, looking like they don't know what they're doing on offense. And then, you know, Mr. Mr. Unlimited, Mr. Limited over there didn't even play us last week. So, you know, you probably would have maybe said, you know, best thing could have been three and three and four. And the fact that we're five and two going against the the rivals Patriots this week. I mean, geez, you couldn't have dreamed of it. So um, way above expectations and, you know, credit to. Sala, Joe Douglas, the players themselves. I mean, it starts with them, really, um, just going out with a different mindset each and every day and, you know, putting a product on the field that we're rooting for. I mean, I've never seen Jake this happy in my life. I know. <laughs> I know. And I certainly didn't expect it after week one. Definitely not. I was uh, – I'm pleasantly surprised. But, hey, I'm consistent, though, right? I mean, I do say all the time, I really hope I'm wrong. <laughs> you do. You do. Um, now, in case you guys didn't know and our listeners didn't know, we do happen to have some boots on the ground in the New England area in Kaywood. Um, mm-hmm. t- take us through what the vibe is like on the Boston radio and, and the Patriot fans that you may come in contact with. H- how are they feeling heading into this game uh, against the Jets? I mean, 
it's it's the little bro they they still think we're little brother and honestly they sh- they they have every right to think that still i've been listening to you know i always listen to 985 all the all the big sports radio talk in in mass to just stay up to date i'm a, i'm a new york guy but just to hear what they're saying especially this week leading into first and all first the patriots so they just it's it's like they're they're comparing our offense to the bears which I don't know about you guys. I take a little bit of offense to that. I mean, maybe maybe Monday night we saw some flashes that, you know, we've seen in ourselves the past, um, you know, couple games. But I took that as a little bit of a slight, uh, honestly. I think Zach has performed at times a little bit of, with a better, you know, higher watermark than Mr. Mr. Fields has so far in his career. So definitely took it as a slight. They, they do not – they think nothing of Zach. And they see um, Brees going out as a big hit. And they're really not worried. They're really not worried. They think this is the get-right game. This is how they get Mac back on track. So um, I think they're in for a rude awakening on Sunday because they really – and last year I I attended that blowout in Foxborough. Oh, the homecoming game. I I was at that homecoming game. And I was talking to some people, you know, in Boston at the time I was saying, Hey, like this jet team, I think they're different. And, you know, maybe I was a year early and maybe if Zach didn't get hurt, you know, that, for, that second series would have turned out maybe a little different, but I forgot about that. Yeah. So, you know, you look back what a year um, forward it's been. I mean, it's crazy to think like, you know, Mac was an, uh, a pro bowler last year. Where he's at now, is he even staying? And seeing where Zach and the rest of this team are now, I mean, light years difference. And so that's that's the chatter up here in uh, B-Town. Yeah, and, and speaking of, of quarterbacks, obviously we have our guy in Zach Wilson, but um, the Patriots are, you know, have played Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones. And I'm going to be honest, I was – I was – not afraid, but I was hesitant to face Bailey Zappi because I thought he's something we haven't really seen before. Whereas Mac Jones, we've kind of seen him in this offense for a little bit of time. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like in, in terms of their, their quarterback controversy in new England? Um, I think they made the right decision going back to Mac personally. I think, you know, you've seen a bigger body of work. Maybe you just saw a few flashes in the pan. You know, we saw that with Mike white last year, um, you know, where, he, he steps in, lights it up. I mean, he, you know, putting up a 38 to nothing against the line zappy a few weeks ago. Like, is that really something you can hold up and say, we need to start him over a guy who made the pro bowl. We invested a first round pick in. So it seemed to me like the right move to kind of go back to Mac. But I mean, what bill created was a debacle and you don't all, all the media chatter, all the, all the news bites coming out of, out of the locker room in, for the Patriots are like, utter confusion they they were so caught off guard that mac got pulled and there's just lack of communication on all fronts you know they're big conspiracy theory people up here so you know you never it's just they're in disarray right now because of this controversy and and let me add something real quick um john and guys i I was terrified of bailey zappy because that just would have added to the not the classic jets brady like it would just be such flashbacks to see this kid come out of nowhere and beat the Jets, and boom, the Patriots found their next great quarterback. Mac Jones is not 100% healthy either, and Bailey Zappi's played better 
than Mac Jones this year. So I'm more than happy to go against Mac Jones. But he doesn't have enough mobility as it is, and especially now that he's hobbled, great. Go, go to Bay- Now I'm afraid that they're going to go to Zappy at halftime or something like that. Then it could be another story, but um, definitely not upset by that. So, you know, just adds fuel to the fire. And you know what they say when you have two quarterbacks? You have no quarterbacks. And speaking of our quarterback, John, what is your temperature on Zach right now? And especially this matchup, because, because you know, Bill's uh, track record against the young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest with you, I think it's just going to be more of the same. I don't think, you know, you'll see maybe a trick play. Maybe, you know, Zach will catch a touchdown or something crazy in the red zone. But I don't really feel like you're going to see Mike open the playbook and like say, this is your coming out party. Like you're going to shove it down or throw it down Bill and the Patriots throat here. So, you know, just keep playing mistake-free football. I think we all Monday morning quarterback it and we say, oh, we want the guy throwing 300 yards, four touchdowns, you know, making all the plays. But if we're controlling the game through the trenches and we're not getting him killed and we're making smart plays, converting third downs, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to complain with the win. So, if Zach just continues to, you know, maybe he makes those next little plays. He makes that, you know, instead of almost fumbling it on a, a few spin outs, he kind of just maybe goes down or throws it after the first spin out or, you know, keeps progressing in that way. And then, you know, the rest is gravy. If, if we're, if we're going to keep winning and keep um, teams at bay on defense, which I mean, I'm surprised that you weren't, I, I can understand through Jake that you didn't want Zappy for the narrative reasons, but seeing the way people were people were tipping his passes on the on the defensive line that made me lick my chops a little played so much better than mac jones this year the patriots have looked horrible with mac jones on their center this year Uh, i i agree i understand that completely but i mean recent form i mean just seeing how he was going against this uh, Chicago Bears defense. I mean, you think you don't think Sauce or VJ Reed does a little bit better on those two touchdown passes? I mean, I think I think so. So I wouldn't have the stat line was blurred a little bit by by those two things. So granted, but what about all the other games that Zappy started compared to Mac Jones? Zappy's been better, way better than Mac Jones this year. I know, but I mean, granted against who the Lions? I mean, come on. I mean, well, okay. I mean, is, is that a, is, are you even keeping in the same breath as the Jets defense? So has, I, has he looked better than Mac Jones this year? Yes or no? I mean, there's no hot hand right now. I think Mac's going to be determined come Sunday. So, I mean, it, it could, you could, you're going to get an inspired Mac to win back Bill and the locker room. So and, I don't think he's any good though. So I don't care how inspired he is. Well, we'll see. For, for real, this is a must win game, bro. Uh, these guys, I, I I'm sure that they're of the same mindset here. This is a must win. You cannot lose to the Patriots at home. No. We take steps, multiple steps back. If we, we have come too far to lose to this Patriots team a 13th time in a row at our home stadium. This is the most electric. This is a sellout crowd, according to the Jets ticket sale rep <laughs> that, that I've been speaking. <laughs> it's sold out. Yeah. Um, this, for once, I don't think the Patriot fans are going to be flooding our home stadium. I think this will be majority Jet fans. And this is, this is it right here. You want to make a statement. You want to be taking receipts. There's no bigger receipt to take in the NFL than Bill Belichick. None. Nobody has disrespected your franchise more than this man. Time to cash in if you're Robert Sala. Have no more. I'm being dead serious with you, bro. They cannot lose this game under any circumstances on Sunday, period. Especially with the Buffalo Bills, the game right after. 
Yep. You go into the bye with two losses, five and four. I mean, yeah, I, we'll get to the bills when, when we get to them, but bro, this is a must win game. All these brand teams. And it's for real though. All these big teams this year stink. I mean, the Steelers stink. The Broncos stink. The Packers stink. The Patriots stink. Who else is out there that stink that I'm just, you guys get the gist here. I mean, we're, these are teams we don't usually beat that we're beating this year. It's time to continue the trend and beat the Patriots who are not better than you on your home turf on Sunday. There, there is no excuse for this team not to win on Sunday. That is a, a very bad look, and we would take steps back. It would be very hard for the team to recover. And one, and one thing, and I, and I definitely agree, one thing I want to add is that I feel like the players are, are, are once again kind of motivated by not only, you know, losing to the Patriots 12 times in a row, but what they did to the Jets last year, you know, basically when they were up, whatever, 45 to three or 45 to 10, whatever the, the score was. And they were basically still throwing shots down the field, you know, when the game yeah. was over. So, you know, the defensive coordinator said it, you know, CJ Mosley said it, like, I feel like guys are really motivated by that. And, and, you know, obviously want to win and, and keep this uh, winning streak, winning streak going. And when's the last time we truly had a big home win? 2015 against the Pats at home. Yeah, I think Miami was a really big home win this year. That was big. And that was a that was a big win. Backtracking to Zappy a little bit, I'm kind of with John. I would I kind of wanted Zappy to come in riding high and the Jets oh just God. bury him. Bro, but riding high, that would be that would only he add to the, picture, the narrative. He he comes and beats the Jets. The Jets are doing CJ good. Running it back, dude. I don't think they. Mac Jones has looked horrible this year, bro. Yeah, but Zappy hasn't looked incredible. He looked he's better looked than Mac way Jones. Way better than Mac Jones this year. But he's he not. He's not. He's not Tom Brady. We can't. I'm not saying he's we Tom can't, Brady. Yeah. But he would be their quarter. I mean, I'm dead serious, dude. How do we know that this guy Mac Jones is better than Zappy? Oh, we don't know. But I would love to see Zappy come to our home stadium and get buried. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather bury the guy they drafted in the first round. I'm afraid, though, that they are going to go to Bailey Zappy this game at halftime or something. If they're losing at halftime, I could see it. If it's like a 7-3, 10-3, 14 set. If it's something like that and they're not moving the ball, absolutely I could see them going to Bailey Zappy. No doubt in my mind. And that's that's something we do not want because we don't want, but listen, that's the old Jets. That is the old yeah. Jets to lose at halftime to well, Kenny Pickett came in the game, right? For the Steelers. We didn't lose that game. This wasn't Baker Mayfield in 2018 all over again. That's what I'm saying here. If you are really changing the narrative and it's this is not the same old Jets. You do not lose at home to the New England Patriots for a 13th straight time. You, you don't. You don't. And they definitely prepped for both. So it's not like they're going to be like taken off guard if, uh, you know, that, that switch is made. Not worried about the defense. I'm worried about Zach Wilson throwing the game away, if we're being quite honest. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I think the, you know, after that Packers game, it felt like, you know, the media, you know, fans – of other teams probably were like, wow, this jet team, but like us as jet fans, we still, we still need to beat the Patriots. Once we do, once yeah. we get that off our backs, then, then we can start believing. I feel like a little bit more. So I think this weekend turns that tide in, in, in what you're saying there, Jake. So hundred percent. The quarterback's got to throw touchdown passes too. I get it that there's a way to win in the NFL and we like to win in the game. You know, the name of the game is to win, but you're really fighting an uphill battle in the year of 2022 where your quarterback is not throwing touchdown passes and is throwing for under 150 yards a game. That's not really sustainable. So we got to start seeing something from this guy real soon. I mean, it's not like this guy is Bailey Zappi, a day three pick 
or some raw college guy like a Trey Lance was coming out of North Dakota State. This guy was the second overall pick. from BYU is a small school, but you know what? You know, they have somewhat of a track record, and everybody said how pro-ready this guy was out of college. We got to start seeing a little bit more from this guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree. And, and let's be honest with Brees Hall's and APT's injuries, you know, the running game is going to take a little bit of a hit. You know, obviously we brought in James Robinson, but I think we all can agree that Brees is a lot more talented. And, you know, once again, this O-line goes to another, you know, line shift. And, you know, let's let's see if we, you know, moving guys around, Elijah Moore, Braxton Berrios, um, Garrett Wilson, uh, move, move them around the field. You know, hopefully that opens up the passing game a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely need to. It's like... Like Jay said, this this is not sustainable. So, you know, the Pats have a decent defense. You know, they're not not the Broncos' defense by any stretch. So, Corey Davis might be out, but listen, there's no excuses. Plenty of quarterbacks throw touchdowns in this league, and you know, I think they'll come. John, I was I was actually wondering what was your thoughts on James Robinson. Wait, were you looking for anybody else, or was um, this a move that you like from both a short-term and long-term perspective. And is there any other deals that you'd like to see the Jets possibly make? I know, according to Rich Samini, the Jets are looking at prospective tackles. Please, God, if you love us, please give us Laramie Tunsil. But I'll take a starting tackle because George Fant, we may not know what he's going to bring for the rest of the year, yeah. along with Max Mitchell. And the other options at right tackle are worrisome, to say the least. No, I think that the J-Rob trade was literally, you know, just like from upper management from the front office saying, hey, we believe in you guys. Like, here's another body. You know, we, we're down a man and let's let's keep going. Let's keep the train moving. So I loved it from a joke from Joe Douglas doing that. It's just like a vote of confidence from up top that, you know, keep keep going, keep pushing. And yeah, I mean, what I lo- I would love to see, you know, Jack Conklin or or Lem- Laramie Tunsil, but at the same time, you know, depending on what, you know, what kind of assets they have to give up to get those guys, I mean, that might be a different story. I I, I personally like Joe Douglas with second round, third round, fourth round draft picks. I think he does a good job with them. So, you know, we gave up a sixth conditional fifth round pick. So, I mean, for for James Robinson, so it wasn't crazy, but maybe I like my chances with, you know, a higher round pick with Joe Douglas's, you know, track record, then, you know, maybe some, a guy a few years into the league has a little wear and tear, who knows what he could provide. He could provide something for this season, but who knows for later down the line. So it really have to be the right price. Yeah. L- let me give you guys uh, Laramie Tunsil's contract here because it's actually really interesting. So he's under contract until the end of 2023, but you almost need to cut him or rework his contract in some way because his cap hit for 2023 is $35 million the way the contract is constructed. Now, if you cut him after this year, it's only $16 million off the cap. That needs to be reworked. I don't know how the Texans negotiated a contract like that. I don't even know if this is correct, but something the money may not work with him, but – you almost have to rework that contract if you are going to trade for Laramie Tunsil. Convert that to a bonus or you know, just ask the Rams what they do for all their players because <laughs> the salary cap doesn't exist for Sean McVay. I'm sure they'll get Brandon Cooks or Alvin Kamara, somebody at the trade deadline. But regardless, Tunsil would be really big because that is a real solution long term. This isn't like trading for a Jack Conklin who, I mean, he's really not that great Jack Conklin either. He's, he's, you know, he, he's better than what we have. There's no doubt about that. But you know, when you're coming from nothing, like we have a tackle at the current moment in time that makes you something as Stephen A. Smith would say, that's a mantra of the show. So 
Um, Tunsil would be the home run for me um, if, if we're talking about tackles. And uh, just want something to bring up to you guys also, and I, I'm curious to hear what you have to say, obviously. John, if the Jets go 5-5 five and five the rest of the season, they're a playoff team. Why can't this team go 5-5 five and five for the rest of the season? Can, can somebody think of any reason why? I don't think there's any excuses for this coaching staff not to make the playoffs this year. That would be a huge failure from where we started. Yeah, I think, you know, based just on, on how the schedule was, you know, before the season, we all thought the beginning, the be, the first half would be, you know, really, really bad, really hard. And, you know, we came out five and two and, you know, chance to go, hopefully, you know, maybe six and three, who knows, but uh, a six, three before the bye. And I think, yeah, Jake, you're right. Like just the way how the schedule is, I think we have a shot to pretty much beat any team on our schedule for the rest of the way. They definitely have a shot. You know, it's funny how the, how the schedule wor- works. Cause when you see it before the season, it's like all oh, the Packers on the road, that's a loss. You know, th- that turned out to be not true. And, and everyone's like, it seemed like the Seahawks were going to be terrible. And now they're on the road and they look not bad. So it's just funny how it works, but five and five at minimum the rest of the year. Yeah. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. If, if it's five and five, I, I'm curious as to what happened almost like, where did we go wrong? Did we start trying to lean on Zach too much? Did we get another injury to a key, you know, maybe Michael Carter goes down. What, what happened? That would be my question if we ended up going just five and five. So, and, you know, as we've talked about the schedule is not, not too crazy. The next, the next, our, our, the remaining schedule, I mean, bills, Patriots, again, bears, Vikings, bills, again, lions, Jags, Seahawks, dolphins. I mean, the dolphins game is going to probably be a big game. It's going to come down to being in Miami in, in January and winning that game. So it's going to be a great finish to the season, but five and five, man, something, something must have happened. Something must have happened. We didn't keep building. We kind of just regressed to the mean a little bit. So got to make the playoffs, man. Uh, this game is so pivotal. And uh, John, right before we let you go, and uh, obviously it's always great talking to you. My one last question to you is, couple things about the game, bro. Uh, two, two quick things here. I think for uh, some potential alcoholic beverage games, like, you know, the, the, the classics, we got flip cup, beer pong, and uh, beer baseball. I think we should get a little Jetsway podcast uh, group going to, uh, to take on the other people in the group. How would you feel about that, bro? You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a seasoned vet. I'm a pretty good flip cup guy. Definitely a pretty good flip cup guy. Definitely need a few warm-up games in like a beer pong. Definitely, depending on the wind that, uh, you know, when we're playing outdoor, could be a little tricky for me. But um, recently got into a little beer dye. Wasn't wasn't a big beer dye guy. No, no in beer dye. In college, rather. So, um, yeah, no, for sure. Definitely got to do that. Um, yeah. If the Jets win, what are we doing? Are we jumping on tables? Are we, you know, street? What are, what are we doing, John? To shot, you know, tequila? <laughs> tequila? You want to do a little tequila? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I'm going to – it's going to be a surreal moment. That Just the crowd, you know it's going to – you know it's going to be – We picked a good one. Rep. We picked a good one. We picked – we were – what were we going to pick? The the Bengals? Or the, the Bengals Dolphins? game. Oh, my God. I went to that miserable. game. I, I was at that game. Oh, you're too, at that so. game. Yeah, so it was – it was um, – this, this time will be a little bit different than that one for sure, for sure. Folks, there is Oakwood. There is Birchwood. <laughs> There's Maplewood, but here we have Kaywood. Wow. John, 
I thought you guys were going to bring up another elephant. I thought we were going to talk about how Ricky is doing. And <laughs> no, no, Ricky, Rick, Ricky is no, no, good vibes Rick, only. Good vibes only. Okay. Good vibes. I was going to say listen, he has the same amount of touchdowns. Listen, this, this, as, this, uh, this call, CJ, uh, that. But. Yeah, this call you're having with us is actually pretty good here. You know, you haven't really gotten my blood pressure too high. You, you're doing good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this might be a little underwhelming for the people listening to this that's waiting for something egregious to be said. But you're learning. I'm glad that you're listening enough to the podcast and learning from, from us and, um, you know, a- any other form of, of research that you're doing because you, you're, you've come a long way since your first call. Seriously. So appreciate that. That's appreciate what we're here I got for. It. I got to be a seasoned vet now. You know, I can't come in, you know, slacking, you know, bringing up garbage takes. I got to come in here with some knowledge. So you do, uh, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk again soon. We will yes, for sir. sure. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. Well, folks, that'll do it for tonight. Huge game on Sunday. Like I said earlier, L 18 at MetLife stadium. Come say hello. K would will be there along with us three and also friends. If you like the Jets Way podcast and are new to the program, please leave us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It greatly helps out the show. We're going to need us now more than ever, Jet fans. As always, it's go Jets. Go Jets. Go Jets.